The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle's all about. Sure is. And we're so excited to be heading down to Florida this week. Come and meet us at Caliente Resorts in Landa Lakes near Tampa. We're going to be there over Easter weekend. This coming weekend uh-huh. we're going. We're getting on the plane tomorrow. April 14 and 15. Mm-hmm. And we'll be celebrating Saturday night at the Sexy Bunny Party. I'm sure there's going to be some sexy costumes there. And my bunny costume for sure. And we'll be broadcasting our show from the resort. We will. And we're also going to be at Nadia Norlin's uh, July 5th to 9th with our Vanilla Twist Travel Group. Um, go to our website for more information. Join our group and come with us. We're going to be doing some couples workshops. Um, our Great Sex Matters workshops, and of course, lots and lots of partying. Check out the website is carolanddavid.com. On the events page to find out where we're going to be traveling next. Exactly. Great. So uh, today we have a very special guest with us, Dr. Stacy Friedman. She's a sex and relationship experts and a creating intimacy coach and a whole lot more. So stay tuned to find out some tips and tricks about creating intimacy with your partner. We love intimacy. Are your sex drives mismatched? Do you want to unleash your wild side, but your partner just wants to sleep? Does that sound familiar? If you're feeling disconnected and uncomfortable trying new things in the bedroom, stay tuned to our discussion with Dr. Stacy and find out how to get your sex lives in sync again. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. So on today's show, Staying Connected, we're talking about how important it is to create intimacy in your relationship in order to stay connected with your partner so that you can explore your sexuality and enjoy sexual pleasure together. Take us, for example. Take us. (laughs) We feel we're very connected and on so many different levels. We are. And, you know, we really, really work at our relationship and we work at spending time together and we get asked all the time how we manage to keep it sexy and fresh and hot. I know. And, and especially, sexy and spicy. Especially since we do work together and we spend a ton of time together. Like 110% of our time <laughs> together. But some people believe that we should be spending time apart as well. And that's what creates passion in our sex life. But uh, Yeah, you know, <laughs> I guess missing each other definitely makes you appreciate your time together. Yeah, I mean, you do have your own friends and you do spend time. We do spend time apart in our everyday lives. When We have a king size bed, so we're apart sometimes. <laughs> but even though we spend most of our day together, we're, at least we're in the same house and we make it fun and sexy. Yeah, and you know, David prefers the morning. He's the morning guy and I prefer the night. So you're talking about sex? We're talking about sex. So sex we usually, in the morning? 
We usually just fuck during the day. We do, we do. We, we always know, find time. Even on a conference call, you sit on my cock sometimes, sometimes. and it's hard to keep concentration. Only when you're on there for a long time. Yeah, and but, then, you know, we can shower during the day. After we go to the gym, we come home, we shower together, and, you know, that's a great place to have a little quickie. Well, we also hang around the house naked a lot. We do. You were naked this morning. Mm-hmm. Just because we can. We won't tell Stacy that we were talking about her when while you were naked. And just because we can. <laughs> So, you know, all these tips and tricks that we talk about are things that we figured out ourselves, you know, because we made a decision to keep our lives hot and spicy. We did. And it just, it doesn't happen on its own. You have to work at it. We say it all the time. And even if it's been bad in the past, it's never too late to start again. Well, we know what that's like to be stuck in a stale, boring, sexless marriage. You know, we were like that in our previous marriages. We we absolutely were. And we got a second chance. And together we made that conscious decision to do it right. So let's talk. Well, we always talk about sex. We do. And our sex lives. And our sex lives. And we like staying sexy and keeping it spicy and exploring those limits. Pushing our boundaries mm-hmm. all the time. We do all those things. And we have fun and we talk about it and we plan and then we replay it. I mean, talking about sex is so important to keep that relationship alive. But, you know, every now and again, sometimes we forget to appreciate each other. We have to make a point of it. doesn't always come automatically. We have to really get out there and say, honey, you look gorgeous. You know, yesterday, I love the fact that we went to give each other a kiss, like in one of those little pecs. And you said, no, no, come back here. Come kiss me. And we had one of those 60-second passionate hugs and kisses. I mean, my cock got hard. I was ready to fuck. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't about fucking. It was just about that passionate kiss. It was so, so uh, passionate. Well, you have to initiate romance. It doesn't just happen on its own either. Yeah, yeah. And then you committed that we were going to have sex later. And we got excited and during the day you said what you're going to wear and you teased me Mm -hmm. and we had amazing orgasmic sex later on in the evening yeah and sometimes we take turns deciding who's going to do what just so it's not always the same person making the plans right i I like when we have sex and you take turns you know you're (laughs) on the top you're on the bottom you're from behind those are good turns (laughs) well some days it's your turn like on the even days it's your turn Mm -hmm. and on the odd days it's my turn to plan the sex it just makes it so easy to remember who's gonna initiate today yeah it's not like we schedule it or anything but it definitely gives us a discussion point like hey babe it's your turn what have you got planned for today yeah and i like when you come up with those innovative ideas or sometimes you say i'm not telling you Mm. you just have to wait and see Mm -hmm. and you know it's a positive way to remind each other to make that time work on the relationship and have great sex for sure and no we don't have a perfect relationship you know that's no such thing really as a perfect relationship you have to work on it every day yeah and you know we've worked over the 11 years we're together at being great communicators not keeping secrets from each other always telling the truth and becoming best friends Um, and even though you know we we work so hard at it there are certain difficulties we work on and you know that's why you get to have makeup sex yeah well but we know how important it is so we really do have to hash it out and we make the time for it just so everything goes smoothly absolutely make the time don't let those issues fester So relationships start and end in the bedroom. And what happens between the sheets affects your relationship. Sex and intimacy create the bonds that hold your couple together. And they're essential for a deep and meaningful relationship. And let's not forget to mention that sex has so many physical and emotional benefits. And it's so important for your overall well-being. Mm, Smells and tastes good too. Mm -hmm. But how do we create that intimacy? We're going to ask Dr. Stacy. She has some great tips on how to stay connected so that you can spice up your sex life. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David.
And now we're so excited to introduce our guest, Dr. Stacy, a sexologist and a sex coach specializing in creating intimacy. She helps couples figure out what's stopping them from opening up and being true to themselves and their sexuality. She coaches couples on how the body works and how it responds to stimuli so couples can enhance their sexual experience together. Welcome, Dr. Stacy, direct from Florida, the beautiful Sunshine State. Just so glad to have you here. Thank you. I am so excited to be part of this show. I was trying not to laugh too much and ruin your uh, introduction. <laughs> you know, we love laughter. <laughs> laughter is sexy. It's cute. And uh, it's part of actually our sex life. You know, we always laugh in bed when we try some of those positions that we've never tried before. <laughs> It is important. It is definitely important. But I appreciate you having me. I'm looking forward to uh, talking with you through the hour. Yay. So we talked a lot about what you do. I know you're a sex coach and all those other things. But you also, and I didn't mention it yet because I want you to explain, you also work as a consultant as a, an adult toy business, Sweet Toy Delights. Correct. Mm-hmm. And you conduct workshops and intimacy parties. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds awesome and a whole lot of fun. Why don't you tell us all about well, it? My whole idea is just reaching as many people as I can about sex because we have such a hush-hush culture about sex. And I want to go out there and shout that sex is good, orgasm is good, fucking is good. All this is good stuff because we were meant to enjoy ourselves and our bodies. And so by going out there and doing these home parties and doing these workshops and, and doing these phone interviews and radio shows, it's able to reach a lot of people. and there's so many people that have questions that they don't know who to ask or how to ask or embarrassed to ask. So one thing that I love about the workshops is that I can go into people's homes or I can go into an office and people can come in and I have a little basket where people can put any question that they want to know completely uh, anonymous, anonymously. And I take them out and I ask questions. I give them the answers. I have my uh, table set up with some toys in the background. So let's say someone says, well, you know what? I've always been embarrassed to ask, but I'm curious to trying anal sex. What are some things I can do? I would sit there and I would read the question. I would help people. And then behind me, I'd say, oh, well, this is a great lube to use. Or, you know, someone wants to get into BDSM and don't know about the handcuffs and the ropes and the this and the that. I would have some samples out to show people. So in addition to the introduction, I would have things to show, for example. So it's just great to reach. Let let me ask Mm -hmm. you a question. So you do your workshops and you do your um, parties where you sell your sex toys. But in the workshops, are they like hands on? Like if someone said, oh, here's a a toy. And she, she said or he said, I don't know how it works. Would you, you know, have him take out his cock and put the cock ring on it? Or would you take the vibrator and say, this is how you use it on your pussy and don't rem- and remember to put it on your clit? Um, and this is how, you know, you, you properly do the lube? Um, or is it more a vocal, uh, this is how you do it versus, you know, walking them through it um, step by step? You know what? I have, the, I have not been in that situation yet, but if someone wanted a party like that, I have absolutely no problem conducting one of those types of parties. Well, that um, certainly would be educational just, and a lot of fun at the same time. It would definitely be educational. <laughs> what, I, what I've been usually using is a uh, realistic dong, 
mm-hmm. that looks like a real cock. So that way I can ex- show the, for the examples. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? That might be, you know, hey, if you know of anybody who's interested in actually doing it real time, you're more than welcome to let me know. Well, that what, would be a fun party for sure. Well, what I like about your workshops is that you're getting people comfortable and in their environment. And that way they do feel comfortable asking those questions. So that's great. Exactly. Yeah, people don't know really who to ask. So it's nice to be able to just do it, and you know, especially if they're shy. That's for sure. Now, your motto is, my passion is to help you create yours. You know, that sounds awesome. And how important is it to create passion in your life, and especially in your sex life? Well, passion, and passion is a strong emotion. Passion builds excitement, desire. You succeed when you have passion. So the fact that I have so much passion in the field of sexuality, I have such a strong desire to help people build their own desire for their relationships. It makes a difference in someone's life. And I see that. I mean, so many times I have these sessions. As a matter of fact, just last week, I had someone say to me, that idea you gave me, it was the very first session. The idea you gave me was so amazing. I got home, my uh, fiance ripped my clothes off and we got it. (laughs) done and did it right there. Okay, tell us, tell us, tell us, what did you you tell them to do? Come on, come on. (laughs) Honestly, it was so simple. It It was actually not even that dirty, believe it or not. It was just something because they were losing a lot of their intimacy. They had a baby, didn't really know how to get it back. So I said, you know what? Everything is so monotonous. You go into the bedroom, you have your typical missionary, stick it in, stick it out, you're done. I said, go get a game, have fun. They have these little uh, dice that you can roll and it says uh, one of them is things that you uh, do and the other one is things that you touch. So Mm -hmm. it'll be suck, you know, kiss, lick, and the other one will be nipples, uh, genitals, whatever it is, it'll say on the dice and you roll it. And they just did something fun like that. Mm. And there you go. They're all of a sudden laughing. Two hours later, they're having the best sex of their life. They told me, they said it was amazing. Wow, that's great. The passion is just feeling that desire for that person and it means you're invested and you want to work hard when you have passion for something. So I want to build that passion for my couples so they can keep that investment into their relationship. Right. And I'm sure they took out this game and the dice rolled to, you know, um, suck um, a clip or, or do something and they laughed and they tried it. And, you know, we always say, if you try it and it doesn't work, try it again. And it was probably try, a, try again. <laughs> right. And it was probably a very light moment because it was a game. You didn't introduce, you know, this five inch big black cock or twelve or, inch no, big black book, cock. You know, or, or it stuff. wasn't intimidating. Right, yeah. exactly. It was exactly, a lot of which, fun. Which makes it great. But you know, let's move on now to mismatch mismatched sex drives. You wrote a blog about it, and we were so amazed and surprised to learn that one in three couples have this issue about mismatched mismatched sex drives. <laughs> you can't what, say it. <laughs> what can couples do to get in sync? Well, first of all, the one thing that I tell everybody is make sure you get your hormone levels checked. That's the, one of the most important things. And once you know that everything's okay, people can communicate about everything except for sex. People don't know how to bring it up. People are afraid. So sometimes, like you were talking about earlier, you're a morning man. She's a night woman. I'm an afternoon and night person too. (laughs) Oh, and exactly. So you're an all day, all night person. (laughs) Um, And it doesn't, oh, the thing is, is that a lot of people think that it has to be 
the same thing. It has to be intercourse, intercourse. So they don't want to it. They don't think that, okay, well, maybe we could do it in the morning and just give a blowjob. Maybe we could do it in the evening and just give a little massage. Maybe we could just, you know, come home from work while the, before the kids get home from school or they're out playing and we can just do a quickie in the bedroom. So it's not about this home making love, having sex, fucking, whatever. It's, it's not all about that. It's about communicating why you need the sex, what it's doing for the person. And it's not all about the intercourse, but you also want to try to spice it up. Um, because people get into this, like you were saying, you always try to do something new, something fun, a different place, a different room, um, you know, doing it a quickie, doing it longer. Uh, for instance, you know, with the whole swinging situation, there's many people that I try to share with them. You know, I've been in this situation before as well. Go to the swing club. You don't have to be a swinger. Some people like to just watch. Some people like to just get that eroticism. You definitely have to start with talking about it because that's what I'm hearing from you, that all the different suggestions you're giving them, which is great, but they need to talk about their sex amongst each other. All right, right? so Stacey, just hang on a sec. We're going to have a short pause and then we're going to come right back. So we're going to remind everybody that this is the sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're talking to Dr. Stacey Friedman, sex and intimacy coach. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You 
You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. Today we're talking about staying connected with your partner by creating passion and intimacy in your relationship. Dr. Stacy has some great tips for couples who want more from their relationship. So, Stacy, um, yep. let's just continue talking a little bit about fetishes and the alternative lifestyle. And what happens when one partner wants to try something like a threesome, a foursome, or a morsome swinging, but the other partner isn't willing. And we don't have to go to the extreme about swinging. You know, what if one partner wants to bring in a sex toy or one partner um, wants to um, do it in the kitchen? How do, how do you get them talking together when one is just like, no fucking way, there's no way I'm doing that. You know, do me from behind, do me in missionary, and that's all I like. It can be a little tricky. Um, communication, once again, is very important. But what I try to get to express to the couples Find out why you are against trying something new. Find out, is it a religious thing? Is it just because the comfort level? You know, so a lot of people don't like to try new things because it's not comfortable or they feel maybe dirty or, or nasty instead of being kinky and, and naughty. Mm-hmm. And you want to try to get to understand why that person is not open to even trying. There has to be some sort of compromise just even dipping a little toe in. If they're not comfortable with these big, like you had said, these big, huge dildos and, you know, coming in, maybe try a little silver bullet, try something small just to see how it would do. Yeah. And, you know, I guess, I guess uh, couples can also try by feeling sexy, right? Wear some lingerie, you know, for a woman who doesn't normally wear heels outside, she can just wear heels in bed. Right. It's about also just appreciating, loving your own body and loving yourself. A lot of people, Maybe more, um, which we could talk about too, is being inhibited about their bodies. And so they may not want to try something because they're afraid they may look funny or they may not know what they're doing. A lot of people don't have that sexual education. So the feeling good about yourself and yeah, very insecure. So that is a lot of the reasons why people don't like to try something new because they don't know. And also, if they wanted to try, like, let's say a threesome or something, and the other uh, partner didn't want to do it, maybe they could fantasize about it, and they could pretend the woman is in the, the extra person is in the room with them, uh, and not actually do it, but just use their fantasy and see if that helps spice it up. Exactly. Well, they have some of the suction cup dongs that you can <laughs> yeah. use that are very realistic. So if the man is okay with another man, you can have this dong and just kind of have the woman sucking it while he's coming from behind. So it's almost like that fantasy is coming alive, but there's not another person to actually be there. Oh, great point. So that takes away a little bit. And can you give some people, do you have some tips that you can help people to get rid of their inhibitions so that they can actually unleash some wild ideas that they might have in bed? For sure. I think it starts with baby steps. I think that, uh, like you had mentioned, putting on some sexy clothes just to start feeling good about your body. The women especially need to learn your body when you're more comfortable with your body and you don't have necessarily the body image issues, that would definitely help. Try a different room, go into the shower, into a bathtub or something like that. Um, I think that a lot of people need to learn to give themselves permission, Mm -hmm. give themselves permission to enjoy sex, that it's not dirty. It's, it's, you're with someone who you're consenting 
it could be the most pleasurable experience to share yourself with another human being. You know, I w- so yeah, I was just gonna say that's very, very important. Go ahead. So, you know, I was reading the other day about, you know, this whole thing about anal sex, which is the big thing out there. There's toys and there's pegging and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I read this great article that said, you know, a lot of people don't want to try anal sex because of the dirtiness. Dirtiness. And the article just said, do it in the shower. Mm-hmm. Go in the shower, take some right. silicone lube, take a little toy, yep. take your cock, do what you want, go in the shower, and you don't have to deal with that. Oh, if it goes on the sheets, if it goes here, it goes there. Just go fuck her or him up the ass <laughs> in the shower. And, you know, right, right. pegging is becoming a big thing now where, you know, the woman puts on a strap on and yep. puts him up the ass. And it's just, it just is. And people are a little um, apprehensive about trying it. So the article was so simple. Just go do it in the shower, do it in the hot tub. Yeah, people are afraid of that dirty, but even just mentally dirty. But the, the whole dirty thing, it's it's it can be where they're just not educated enough. And that's when you can go see someone like me (laughs) or I can help give you the steps that you need to be able to do things like that. Exactly. And and know the right lubes to use and enjoy yourself. But it's so important, the job you're doing. So congratulations on that. Thank you. I love it. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. And we're talking to Dr. Stacy. Up next is our sexy myth-busting game. And uh, this segment is brought to us and you and everybody (laughs) by Malibu Strings, uh, the micro bikini company. And they're actually sponsoring our trip to Caliente in Florida, um, April 14th to 16th, this Easter weekend. We have some beautiful uh, bikinis to give away. Um, Even though we're going to a nudist resort, we're giving away bikinis. (laughs) That's Um, all good. How cool is that? Um, we're going we to have there. Yes, we're going to. Uh, yeah, Stacy actually knows about Caliente. She uh, used to live oh, yeah. on, on that coast of, uh, of Florida. She's now on the East I Coast. I was five minutes from there. <laughs> yeah. We would have loved to have you there, but unfortunately, we'll have to come to um, uh, the Fort Lauderdale side and go to uh, Holliver Beach with you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be broadcasting our show from there, too. So go to our website, carolandavid.com, and check out our events page to see what's coming soon. And we might just be visiting your town next. Right. All right. So now it's time for our sexy myth busting game where we get the real truth about sex and relationships with the one and only Dr. Stacy. So Stacy, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, here's the Bring first here's the first myth. Sex is only good if you reach orgasm. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have to say. That's what I have to say right up front. It it's whole idea about sex is having fun, feeling good, connecting. You don't have to have an orgasm to enjoy yourself. So a lot of times all these men want to do is try to get their woman to get off because they feel that that's going to make them feel more manly. It's not all about that. We are able to have pleasure without orgasm. It's about connection and enjoying ourselves. That's, all right. That's great. We love that. Um, here's the next one. Quickies don't add to intimacy in your relationship. Quickies, any type of sex or any type of connection you have can bring intimacy. Quickies are fun. Fun adds intimacy, being playful. And like you had mentioned earlier, laughing. Mm-hmm. When you're laughing with your partner, you're, it's, it's, you're in a vulnerable state and you're able to enjoy each other. So quickies are something that you can definitely have fun with and bring you closer because you're laughing and having a good time. Especially and, when you're doing a quickie because you're in a naughty situation right, and you got to you know, do it and fast. You, know, babe, you remember, you know, a couple of weeks ago we were out shopping and we were in the changing room mm-hmm. and I was trying on some pants and Carol's like, okay, 
okay, take take out your cock. I'm, I want to suck it. Uh-huh. And then what ended up happening? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I sat on his cock then and hmm, we had to be very quiet. We had it was to be fun. quiet. And then the salesperson comes by. Is everything okay? We're, we're laughing. Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. But, you know, those, those little quickies, it's not about coming. It's not about fucking. It's just about doing something naughty. And then we went home at, at night. And we replayed it, and we yeah. had great sex, yeah. and we yeah. had the, the whole evening. But We like being naughty. That little spice is, is so important to cre- keeping that intimacy going. Okay, here's And that another- brings you back to the first myth, where it says sex is only good if you reach orgasm. You're absolutely now, right. Quickie, you probably didn't reach mm-hmm. orgasm, but you know what? It was still amazing. It was still amazing. We have another myth here. Emotional intimacy increases your sex drive. That one's kind of a mismatched one because emotional intimacy can definitely increase your sex drive, but you don't need emotional intimacy to increase sex drive. Uh I think that when you're in love and you get comfortable, sometimes the emotional intimacy makes you just kind of content and complacent, but you need to add that variety and those quickies and those romps and, and, you know, cock sucking at at a red light, things like that. Those are things that are not necessarily emotionally intimate, but yet fun and can bring the closeness and the connection and the laughing and, and that type of stuff together. Yeah, so, what, what about like a blowjob in the drive-thru of McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> not McDonald's, but, you know, at a light. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, until he says, stop, I can't drive anymore. <laughs> yeah. Now, we have, a, we, we have a question for you. In Florida, what speed do you have to be going on the highway to be giving your partner a blowjob? What's the speed limit for I a blowjob? I would say probably 75 is a good speed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the answer is not. You need to pull over and do it when you're stopped. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. sorry. Now, you're just thinking about how fast your head is going up and down on the cock oh, at 75 exactly. miles an hour. That's right, that's right. Okay, crash. Let's, Next. Let's, <laughs> let's see what we've got now coming up. I've got one here. A great relationship means you have to do everything together. I actually think a great relationship means there's balance and there's space and there's uh, respect to each other's times and hobbies. I think it's great when couples can do a lot of things together, but I think it's also very important that you're able to take the time away from each other and go for your girls' nights or your guys' nights and, and get away and have fun and, and laugh with your friends. And that way, when you come back, you have something new to talk about with your partner and and things like that. I don't think that you have to do everything together. Cool. We Very agree. good. Yes. All right. Here's another one. If a woman cannot orgasm during intercourse, then there's something wrong with her. That is 100% wrong because 75% of women cannot have an orgasm through uh, penetration because the clit is the pleasure organ. We were born with a clit just to have orgasm. That is the only purpose of that little nubby thing there. And so if a woman cannot orgasm through intercourse, she's one of the 75%. So it's great to be able to use a toy when you're having sex. It's great to be able to touch yourself, to, um, you know, be able to stimulate the clit at the same time and try different positions because it's not all about the intercourse. And a lot of people feel very insecure thinking that, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. And that's why a lot of people fake orgasms. And how? So and, 75, yeah. And how mm-hmm. important it is, is it for a woman to like clear her mind to help with her orgasm? Oh, it's 100%. Women more so, I think, um, because if, you know, you're laying there and you're thinking about the chores and the kids and the homework and the this and the that, you're not going to be able to do it. You need to be able to be in the moment 
and actually pay attention to the touch, pay attention to the fingers sliding inside of you, pay attention to your, the finger, the, the hands along the breast, how it feels that the goosebumps that you're getting, you and, have to be able to get in the moment. And that's what lights up those pleasure points in the brain, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what makes it all happen. The big kabang and all those big O's the that big come kabang. from that. <laughs> so let's see now. Here we've got another one. Um, a vaginal orgasm is better than a clitoral orgasm. I know you were saying they're different, but is one they better than different. the other? When you're orgasming, does it matter what kind of an orgasm it is? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. When you're screaming, holy crap, you're like, it doesn't really matter what direction it's coming from. Um, I think it's just different. I don't think that one's better than the other. And, you know, when people think that, then they think that they're not getting what they need. And I think when women understand that it's just not even, like we said, not even necessarily about the orgasm. It's it's the journey. It's not the destination. If you feel that way, then when you do get to that destination, it's going to be amazing no matter whether it's vaginal or clitoral. Beautiful. Absolutely. All right. Here's, a, here's one um, that's um, related to my species, the male species. And the myth mm-hmm. is men rarely suffer from low libido. I actually get quite a few men that come into my practice with low libido. There's probably, you know, with women, maybe 40 to 50%. Men, it's probably 20 to 25%. But I think you don't hear about it as much because a lot of men are ashamed. People put men on a on a pedestal saying they, they're assuming they're going to be all having these orgasms and always in these um, high libidos. But honestly, it's usually not even related to low testosterone. A lot of men feel a little bit less libido because of stress, um, work situations. Um, they, they don't get any desire feelings of desire from their partner, from their wife. Um, they get criticized, lack of appreciation. So a lot of men may not have that desire towards their partner if their partner's not giving that back to them. But the good news is they can do something about it, right? Correct. When you see a coach and you try to show that you can give each other appreciation and desire for the other person and that, that helps, then they start seeing, oh, you know what? She's paying a little more attention to me. Maybe I can start getting a little more into it. Men don't want to get turned down, you know? So a lot of times we'll just kind of shut themselves off if they know that they're not going to get what they need. And it really doesn't take very much. It just takes that, you know, know, the the, the other partner knowing you're thinking about them. And and like you're saying, you know, it doesn't take tons and tons of effort and time. It just takes, you know, the the other person investing in the relationship. Absolutely. And and the desire. Well, because a lot of people feel that it's only the women that want to feel desired. Men want to feel desired. Men want a woman to look at them and feel like they want to take their clothes off and keep them whole. That's why Steak and Blowjob Day was created, because (laughs) Valentine's Day is the 14th of of February, and Steak and Blowjob Day is a month later on the 14th of March. It's because... It needs to be every month. Absolutely. (laughs) Don't tell David that. Every (laughs) day. Every, well, maybe not every day. We'll be broke with the steaks if that's the case. I think we have time for one more myth here. So here's one. Withholding sex is an acceptable response to an angry discussion between partners. Oh, that's absolutely not. Because you are, you are keeping yourself from enjoying what sex is supposed to be about. Sex is not something that you're holding. It's you're, you're, you're expressing power and control over something that it should not be. Sex should be showing love 
and expressing your connection with your partner. When you withhold that, you're telling that partner that they're not worthy. Mm -hmm. And if that's the way you want to share with your partner, then you're not going to have a very healthy relationship because you as a person deserve to feel good. You deserve that pleasure. And a lot of people use it as a tool and it's not. It should be something that people enjoy and, and use to connect. Absolutely. And that's why the makeup sex is always awesome. Yeah, see? <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. All right, Stacy, you are amazing. That was um, very, very educational. And uh, we love getting the truths out about stuff that people think are not real and are myths. So uh, we definitely got through busting a whole bunch of myths. Good job, Carol. Stacy, yeah. thank you so much. So, all right, it's time to take another short break. This is The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Up next is Great Sex Matters with Dr. Stacy Friedman, sexologist and intimacy coach. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Taramino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David. And now up is our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because great sex matters and 
and we all deserve it. Tell us about Doc Johnson. Great Sex Matters is sponsored by Doc Johnson, America's pleasure products. Founded in 1976 and celebrating over 40 years in the adult novelty business. While other companies have continued to take their productions overseas, Doc Johnson is committed to remaining in California as the leader of their industry. They are proud to bring you quality, handcrafted products that are all made in America. USA. <laughs> USA. We've been talking with Dr. Stacy Friedman, sex and relationship expert, specializing in creating intimacy. The next topic we're going to tackle with Dr. Stacy is all about the erogenous zones, which mm -hmm. are very important when it comes to spicing up your sex life. But whenever I hear someone talking about erogenous zones, I can't help but think about that. The scene <laughs> in Friends with Monica and Rachel and Chandler. You got it. Um, so that's when Monica is giving the lesson to Chandler about the different erogenous zones. You know, she has a piece of paper and she draws them out and she numbers them one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. seven and Chandler's seven, going, seven, seven. Chandler's going, what? There's seven? I didn't even know. Right. It's such a classic. It's such a classic. We have it up on our website so yeah. you can see the three minute video. And yes, when Monica gets into six, seven, five, seven, four, <laughs> seven, 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 and they all go to their rooms, and we know, and class. we know what they're we doing. We know what they're all doing. <laughs> Unfortunately, the three of them didn't go in one room together. But hey, you know, come watch our movie for um, scenes like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's ask Dr. Stacy all about those seven erogenous zones. We want to take us there. I will take you there. Now, first of all, I want to just say that a lot of people come in saying that they don't have desire. Desire does not just always happen by itself. You have to take action. I like to say that the appetite comes while eating. So when you're with your partner, you need to eat mm. from the top to the bottom. Oh, I like and that. And you start, yes, because that's when the appetite comes is when you're actually in action. Mm -hmm. And you want to start with the head and the scalp. You want to work your way down toward the ears sucking on a little bit of the edge of the earlobe. You want to work your way down to the mouth and the lips. Take your tongue and roll it around the teeth and the inside. Uh, you want to go to the nape of the neck. That could be something that can give you lots of goosebumps. The, you know, brushing the hair away, kissing around the nape of the neck. You go work down, you get towards the breasts and the nipples. It's not all about squeezing. You've got to give some sucking there and some light touches. Uh, the inner body parts are very sensitive. The inside of the wrist, inside of the elbow, the inner thighs, behind the knees, those are very sensitive areas that you could touch and lick. And then you start working your way down towards the genitals. And we all know what we're supposed to do down there. Well, maybe some of us don't, but you don't want to neglect certain areas. No, it's not just about the cock. There's the balls. It's not just about the clitoris. There's the labia. There's the lips. There's the, the you know, the whole area it's not just one little thing. So it's very important to be able to just start from the head, work your way down, and find the places that are sensitive and go from there. And what about between the thighs and ankles? And David oh, yeah. loves when I touch his feet. I use my nails oh. and stroke his feet. And just under your arms on, on your rib cage. You mm -hmm. love that too. Yeah. It's lots the of nice thighs. spots. It's all the areas that you're not used to touching. People will just touch the boots and then they'll touch the, the clit and that's it. And I love no, the fact not, that you can explore, that. like the way you described it, you can explore and find out what's sensitive. 
start from exactly. the top and work your way down. And, and tell us just quickly, um, that little spot between, you know, the anus and the, the anus and the balls or the pussy, oh, the perineum. Yeah. Yes, the perineum. I call it the nacho area, not your ass, not your ball. <laughs> <laughs> that area, especially for men more so, is very, very sensitive. And a lot of people don't realize that that area is so sensitive. So you can give a really good blowjob and take a toy and tickle that perineum area, the nacho area, and get some sensations. And, you know, there's, it's just the whole body is open to exploration and people miss out on so much in between the fingers, in between the toes. And like I said, the, the inner body parts, all these areas, you just don't know what's going to feel good, what's going to cause tingles down your spine. Especially when you get that ting, the, the tickler like out. Goosebumps, yeah. No, the tickler, the, you know, the feather exactly. thing we I'm have. I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm hard. Um, yeah, and it's, there you go. And I know you wrote a blog about how important it is to know all these erogenous zones of your partner. But in your relationship and to create intimacy, how do you, like, great, you know, why is it so important that you don't miss out on all these other parts? Well, I think that the main, the main thing is that you really need to be able to know your partner's body. Because otherwise, it's monotonous. It's the same thing. You go in, you fuck, you leave, you're done. It's then, and you wonder why people have no desire. When you know these types of erogenous zones, you can learn how the person reacts to how you're touching them. You can learn what feels best to your partner and what is going to heighten their aros- mm-hmm. arousal. So each time, try something new. Try a different part of the body. It'll increase your sex drive because it's not the same old touch. It's not the same old routine. The act of sex and making love and, and doing quickies and all this other parts of, of sex, it's not about how fast you get to the finish line. It's about that whole exploration. Right. And we all, and we and always got to get the juices flowing. Yeah. And exactly. we always say, you know, a massage feels great and you're massaging shoulders and you're massaging the shoulders and it feels so good. And you're massaging the shoulders until it doesn't feel good because all you're doing is massaging the shoulders. Yeah. And that's why exactly. what you're saying is, you know, you're exploring the whole body and changing it up. And one thing we talk about again and again and again is skin on skin feels great, but skin on lube on skin makes things flow so much better. Let's talk about lube and how that enhances the um, sexual eroticism and sensuality of all those seven erogenous zones. Oh, definitely. I mean, any type of massage that you do, you know that if you do it without lube or lotion, you're going to have friction. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to have that friction, you want it to glide and feel smooth. Just that feeling, you know, so many times, especially if a man is touching a a woman's clit and it's getting too hard from just the friction, a woman's going to get annoyed and lose their drive. Same thing with a cock. You're going to sit there and try to stroke it without lube. You can, you know, rip some of the skin off. The lube is going to make everything so much softer, especially silicone lube, because it does not get absorbed into the skin. So you can massage that stuff for hours yeah. all over the body. And it's even and there in the mornings. You can do it again. <laughs> exactly. It, it gets reactivated by, by liquid. So all you got to do or by, by wetness. So you got to do is lick the tongue and then lick the clit and you're reactivated. It's good to go. But the lube is very important. And um, I think that it should always be readily available. And a lot of people have the thing where they feel bad if they feel they need lube. Oh, yeah, exactly. They don't know that it's essential. It's It's really, really helps everything. Exactly. And And you shouldn't feel bad if you're not getting wet enough because 
it usually doesn't have much to do with desire. It has to do with just your body changing. And if you're on medication and you're as you age, so lube is definitely something everyone needs in their drawer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even when I'm rubbing David's cock and I put tons of lube and I give him his hand job and a blow job at the same time and you can mix it all up. It's not just for her that she needs lube. It's it's nice for him. He loves it when I spread the lube everywhere and I'm rubbing him down. And especially when um, I take the lube and put it around, you know, the venous mound and, and the clit. Everywhere. And, and not touching the clit, but, you know, getting the blood flowing and down to the clit, which, you know, we know is three inches long. It's not just that button where you ring the doorbell. Yep. It's, it's, it's all exactly. down there. And you can see the blood coming in and getting engorged. And, and, you know, that's what helps with orgasms as well. Definitely. And, and that's why it's important to touch all these other areas of the body and not even focus on them. I mean, the genitals is number seven, like she said on the friend, seven, seven, seven. seven. Yeah. Right. Just, that should be the last thing that you should focus on because by the time you get there, you're not going to be able to think anymore. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to be ready to go. Right. And speaking of that, do you have some suggestions that people can do and like maybe even try tonight, some way to spice up their sex life, something new they can try that maybe they've never done before? And get into all the juicy details. Oh, boy. Well, toys are always something fun to try. Go to the nearest toy shop. You could always contact me. I can give you some great ideas. The uh, games are fun. Different positions are a must because, you know, so many times you get stuck in the same rut of these positions and it's always in a bed. Do it when you're leaning over the mm-hmm. bed and the person, your partner's standing up and you're touching yourself, uh, fingering yourself and you're using a toy while they're coming in from the backside. Not even, not talking about anal, but just, you know, the cock and the pussy. And do you have Doing some, that way. do you have a standard go-to toy for a newbie, someone who just, you know, what type of toy or do you have a brand that you like to suggest that they could start with? Not necessarily a brand, but definitely the silver bullet, a vibrating bullet is very good. And I think it could be used for a woman and a man. A lot of men don't realize they like their balls vibrated. Mm -hmm. They may not realize that they like, you know, when you're giving a blowjob and you put the bullet on your cheek and you can have that vibration feeling while you're giving the guy head. See there, you just gave me Um, something I I can try tonight. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. But you you know, (laughs) Doc, uh, Doc Johnson's Trist does that, right? Similar. So, you know, it goes, it's like a cock ring and you put your cock in it, but it has a motor that um, has a, has a two little arms and it vibrates and you can put them either up on the woman's uh, venous mound and her clit in that whole area or you turn it the other way and it actually vibrates at the bottom of the guy's cock almost to his anus and while she's you know giving me a blowjob or while we're fucking you get mm-hmm. a completely different sensation and um, you know it, it doesn't interfere with anything else it just makes it feel better and different. No, the vibrating cock rings are amazing because like you said, you can use them in different positions. They have where they're double, so you can have a vibrator on the top for the clit, vibrate on the bottom for the anus. You can do it. Um, and that's how a lot of women who do have problems with orgasming through uh, intercourse, they can have an amazing orgasm because it's stimulating their clit while they're having Sex. Yeah, and especially if she's so. on top and she's grinding and rubbing down onto yep. that vibrating cock ring, she can control how much pressure she wants to put on her own clit by moving and grinding in the way that's good for her. Exactly. The circular motion, a lot of people want to have sex, they're doing the in-out, in-out. You've got to try to get on top and move circular in the motion and use that grinding motion because that's, that's where it's all at. Yeah, I actually like going side to side myself, but that's just me. <laughs> Yeah, see, you got to try different positions, different movements, not all the same thing. 
Yeah. And, and let's just talk while we're talking about, you know, the clit and, and orgasms. What about, you know, women who it takes a really long time to orgasm? Can you give them, you know, one or two specific points, whether it be with a toy or different positions, on how they can actually get through that thing that's taking forever and come to maybe a quicker orgasm? Or what words can they use with their partner and tell them, you know, what they need uh, to, to help them? Well, communication is very important. So if the woman is feeling that they're getting a certain sensation and they don't want their partner to move, they need to be able to say, you know, oh, baby, right there, you're hitting the spot or whatever. But they have to be able to get out of their head and get back into the the moment. Um, there's a lot of quick creams that they can use that have L-arginine in them. That stimulates blood flow to the clit. So that way it gives a little bit of a throbbing feel a cool kind of breezy feel. So those are really nice when you're having that stimulation. You also want to stick maybe something on the bottom of your butt to push it up. Mm -hmm. So that way when you're having sex, it's hitting a little bit more of the G-spot area. So that might be something helpful to bring the orgasm a little faster too. Stacey, thank you so much. That was such a great and insightful and educational and actually turned us on discussion. <laughs> you are just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. Now you get the stage and a minute to tell everybody about how they can reach out to you on your websites on social media and um, where they can find some of your workshops. Well, that'd be great. I do my workshops local. So I am in South Florida near the uh, Fort Lauderdale, Boynton Beach, Boca Raton, Lake Worth area. I do have two offices. One is in Lake Worth and Boca. And I also work Skype internationally and nationally so I can reach anybody anywhere. My website is drstacy.org and it's D-R-S-T-A-C-Y drstacy.org and I'm also on Facebook at Dr. as uh, Dr. Stacy Sex Coach. I'm on Twitter, Dr. Stacy Sex Coach, LinkedIn, Dr. Stacy. Just look up Dr. Stacy Sex Coach and you will find me. Seems like you're everywhere. I am everywhere. <laughs> so, to sum it all up, creating intimacy and experiencing great sex is critical for your well-being of the relationship and yourself. Positive attitude and great communication can make all the difference. But remember to compromise too. Figure out that happy medium and find new things that make you both satisfied. Make sure you cover all the erogenous zones. All seven of them. And take your time. It's not a race. Great sex matters and you deserve it. Well, that's it for our show today. A big, huge, massive thank you to our special guest, Dr. Stacy Friedman. And especially for everybody out there listening once again. Remember to visit our website, carolanddavid.com, to get more information on Doc Johnson's sex toys and Malibu Strings bikinis. Yeah, you could see Carol wearing hers. And join our Vanilla Twist travel group. Uh, book a trip with us. Check out our events page or send us an email at ask at carolanddavid.com. Join us again next time for another hour of the sexy lifestyle when we get discussing sexy business and the business of sex with Dr. Trina Reed, who is a sexologist and a marketing guru in the sex toy industry. We are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy and horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. 
Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.